0: You're listening
1: to PetLiferadio.com.
0: Hi, and welcome to Groom for Improvement on Pet Life Radio. I am your host, Allie McLennan, and I am here to demystify grooming for the average pet owner so I can let you know what you can do at home and what you should leave to your professional groomer. So this episode is called The Tracks of My Tears. Today, we are going to talk about tear stains. So for the first half of this episode, I want to cover all the reasons and causes of your pet's tear stains so that in the second half of the show, when I share some or all of the solutions, you'll be able to pick the one that is right for you and your pet. Now, don't cry. I'll be right back after these messages.
1: Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. where the pets go. petco to get these awesome deals go to petcodeals.com that's petcodeals.com petco Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
0: Welcome back to Room for Improvement on PetLife Radio. I am your host, Allie McLennan. So before we start to talk about tear staining, let's talk about the excessive tearing or epiphoria. And if that's defined as tears running down a face and it has two simple origins, either too many tears or insufficient tear drainage. So if it's possible for us to pinpoint the problem why there are too many tears and take care of that first, we don't even have to get in to the tear staining problems and home remedies and antibacterial ointments. So first let's talk about why there's too much tearing. And sometimes it's easier than you think. So, first, let's talk about too many tears. There's a little tube from the tear duct to the nose, and if that's working properly, the nose should be wet and cold. That's why you always know if you have a healthy dog with a wet, cold nose. That's what that means. So, you can have your vet check this out by flushing out the tear ducts called irrigation. He puts a little water in if it comes right out. Healthy tear ducts. You have no problem. So, If drainage is working properly, there are simply too many tears for the drainage system to handle, and that's why they flow over, and that's why we have epiphoria, or these excess tears. So why the excess tears? Let's troubleshoot in your house, take care of this problem right away before we even go on to tear staining. So it's an automatic response to an irritant, constant drainage. So imagine your own watery eyes. Commonly, these are the most common solutions that you can take care of today. First of all, just dust in your home. I know that when I bring my dog to the shop with me, and sometimes she'll snooze in a corner, there's lots of little particles flying around. You know, it's an old building. Whenever she sleeps on the floor of my grooming space, she always has water just pouring down her face. So if you can think about the place where your pet sleeps, perhaps a dusty basement now and again, perhaps, you know, they hang out in the woodshed here and there. That could really be the problem, and I can fix that today. You just need to vacuum with a HEPA filter. Hepa filter is going to take up all those extra particles, get them out of your pet space, and that then and there might reduce the epiphoria, which is going to stop tear staining altogether. Next, I want to talk about another reason would be for infections. So it's really important to troubleshoot excess tearing with your vet before you move on to tackling the tear stains. It can be a symptom of something much more severe. It can be an underlying infection in the eyes, the ears, the gums, or even the sinuses. Also, it could be a symptom of Bordetella, which is sort of a doggy or a kitty cold. So while you're worrying about the tear stains, your dog is actually ill or suffering. And there's a couple more reasons for duct tear blocks. We'll get into that a little bit later. So before going any further with the tear stains, it's really important to go to your vet, get a checkup and make sure there's not a more serious issue. So the next reason that I can wipe out today is cigarette smoke. So I always feel like a nag when I tell my clients this one at the shop. Everyone knows that you shouldn't smoke for your own health and beauty, but did you know it can actually affect your pet's health and beauty as well? So I always know that if a client in my shop is complaining about their pet's tear stains, and every time I get their pet, it smells like cigarette smoke... I always know what to tell them, and it's usually about smoking. So if you have to smoke in your home, make sure you open a window, get it away from your pet, or get an air purifier with a HEPA filter. And the same principles are involved with vacuuming, and that is it sort of takes those little particles out of the air so they don't affect your pet's eyes or your eyes. Well, we all know we shouldn't smoke. <laughs> okay, another thing that could clear this up today are allergies, especially this year. The pollen, at least in the where I am in New York City, is worse than it ever has been. Another allergy that's very common are cleaning products that aren't pet friendly. So if you're noticing that this might be the problem, your pet gets red swollen eyes after they're outside, we can eliminate the pollen problem by closing the windows in your house, making sure that you don't walk your pet or take your pet outside during peak pollen hours, which are early in the morning and early in the evening. And if the culprit is a cleaning product, there's a great product called Nature's Miracle. It does the job, does a great job for cleaning, but also won't irritate anything on your pet's face or eyes. And we might eliminate this tear staining right there. So poor diet can also be a reason for watery eyes. Make sure you use a premium dog food that's intended for your specific size, breed, and the age of your pet. Or you could even start cooking for your pet to improve your pet's diet. And I bet the Pet Chef right here on Pet Life Radio has some terrific, healthy, affordable alternatives and tips for a healthy pet's diet. Now, another very common problem is the hair wicking away moisture from your pet's face, which will cause it to run down the face and eventually cause tear staining. So whenever the hair rests around the eyes, some amount of tearing results from the wicking moisture away from the eyes. It's both above but mainly below the eyes. So if you can make sure that your pet's face is clear of any hair that would poke up in the eye, you can get rid of the tearing and eventually, hopefully, get rid of the tear staining. So if we can pinpoint any of these reasons for excess tears, great, you're done. You can stop here because no excess tears means no excess tear staining. Those are the easy reasons. Let's move on to some more complicated reasons why there would be epiphoria or tearing. And then the next half of the show, we're going to give you all the solutions to take care of it. So the second reason for epiphoria would be blocked tear ducts. One easy thing that it could be is swollen gums. Sometimes when puppies are teething, they'll get tear stains. And then you say, well, my dog had tear stains as a puppy, but they just went away. When the gums are swollen, they push up on that little tube, on the little drainage tube. It's blocked. The tears spill down the face. And we have epiphoria and the results in tear stains. So, um, with most dogs, most dogs, actually two-thirds of all household pets have gingivitis, swollen gums. So, this could be a reason for a lot of people's tear staining. Just be sure to brush your dog's teeth in a perfect world every day. But, you know, let's be honest, every other day, if you can get that done, you're doing a great service for your pet for many reasons. But in this episode about tear staining, I can make it really easy on you. Get a little bit of enzyme-flavored toothpaste on a little bit of gauze. Wrap around your finger and massage your pet's gums with it. It tastes good. I recommend the liver flavor. (laughs) I find it's very popular in my shop. And just rubbing the gums with that enzyme toothpaste, eat away bacteria, swelling of the gums go down, and eventually no epiphoria, then no tear stains. So, numerous things can cause blocked tear ducts in dogs and cats. Some of the causes might be hereditary. Certain breeds are more susceptible to developing the condition than others. So, But some of the things you can take care of that might be hurting your dog are eyelids that turn inward. So this is called entropin, and it's most common on the lower lid of your dog, and you see it a lot in mastiffs and sharpies and chow chows and bull mastiffs. It's very common. So it's extremely uncomfortable for your dog. So you might think that these tear stains are just ugly, but this could be an indication that your dog is uncomfortable, and it can also result in corneal ulcers. So, that's one of the other reasons you want to make sure you go to your vet to get tearing checked out. So, surgery is what's going to help this problem. It'll make your dog much more comfortable and corneal ulcers can result in permanent blindness and um, all sorts of problems. Unfortunately, it sometimes requires several surgeries. So, you want to make sure you get that checked out if that seems to be the problem. Also, previous eye infections that cause uh, scar tissue can block that tear duct and that might be another reason for this epiphoria. So we have figured out all the reasons that your dog might have tear staining. Now what if you just have one of the breeds that that are genetically predisposed to tear staining like a Maltese, a Pug, A shih tzu, a bulldog, the list goes on and on. A Persian cat, Himalayan, because of the shape of their faces, their tear ducts are just naturally blocked. And surgeries seem pretty extreme and expensive to solve what is, for the most part, and in a lot of cases, simply a cosmetic issue. So in a lot of cases, epiphoria or tearing down the face is just a fact of life. Okay, so now, what do we do about it? Now we can talk about the constant stains that happen when a constant stream of warm water is running down a furry face. So why the color? So in this case, the damp face that's warm and wet, it's a great breeding ground for bacteria and red yeast growth. The most common is red yeast. It's usually associated with a reddish brown facial stain, which may emit a moderate to noticeably strong odor. You know if you have it. So when it's red yeast that's a culprit, it definitely can affect your dog's health. The crust that builds up can irritate and in some cases damage that delicate, sensitive skin under the eyes. So causing these little tears, especially in older dogs with pronounced eyes. Needless to say that open wounds under a bacterial infection is no good. So bacteria and yeast can also spread to other parts of the pet, particularly the ears where red yeast can go just haywire. You'll know if it's yeast if the buildup is not only reddish, but brown and also clumpy. So if it's brown and clumpy, you probably have a red yeast infection, and we'll get into how to get rid of that in the next half of the show. You know, another reason that these reddish brown things happen is minerals in the water that your dogs drink. So if you think about it, if you're feeding your pet tap water, particularly in an area that has high minerals in the water, your dog has lots of particularly iron in that water. When that water constantly rolls down the face, it'll stay in the fur. Think about a dripping bathtub a dripping white bathtub that has a constant stream of water. What happens? I know in my old New York City bathtub, what happens? There's a long reddish brown streak. So it's not an infection. It's simply the water that is staining the pet's fur. So we'll get into some ways to take care of that in the next half of the show, which leads me to this. So now you know why your pet has excess tears, why tearing leaves a stain. So now what can we do about it? When we come back from these messages from our sponsors, I am going to hook you up. So get ready. We'll be back in a moment.
1: Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet, at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P E T S M A R T D E A L.com. I'm
0: not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well read.
1: There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to AudibleDeals.com. That's AudibleDeals.com. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Lucky, L-U-C-K-Y, to get 10% off any order. And free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com.
0: This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the
1: companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On- Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Pet
0: Welcome back to Groom for Improvement on Pet Life Radio. I am your host, Allie McClennan. Today we are tracing the tracks of our tears, talking about tear stains. So if you joined us for the first half of the show, you are fully educated on what causes tear stains. So now let's take care of them. So whenever you go to a dog park or a play group or talk to your neighborhood cat lady, I'm sure that you have had an earful about what to do about tear stains. So, why do some people swear by certain remedies and the next person you talk to will swear that that same remedy is just a crock of manure? (laughs) You probably know by now it's because there's not just one reason for tear stains. So, of course, there's not just one solution. So, obviously, if your pet has mineral staining down their face and you treat them for a red yeast infection you're still going to have tear stains. So obviously, and vice versa, if you're treating, you know, if you're giving your pet bottled water or treating them for the mineral stains, it's great for the pet. However, it doesn't do anything about that red yeast infection. So I almost, I almost blew my cover. We're going to talk now about all of these home remedies. That's what we're going to start with. We'll get in later to what you can do with your vet. So I'm going to explain why these mysterious things work. And you will know if they work for you because as I know now, you are now an expert on tear-staining. As always, run everything by your vet. These home remedies are great and they might seem harmless, but you always want to make sure that your pet is checked out for an individual problem. So first of all, the first myth that you always hear is they'll grow out of it. And that can actually be possible. If we're talking about puppies that are teething, if we're talking about an individual ingrown hair that an adult dog might All of a sudden get tear staining, then it goes away. Yes, in certain cases, that is true. They will grow out of it. So, but as you know, if if that's not the reason for your tear staining, swollen gums or an ingrown hair or something simple like that, you know that they won't. You hear this one a lot. This is very mysterious to people. Give your pet bottled water to get rid of tear stains. And this absolutely will work. Bottled water or spring water has a much lower mineral content than tap water. So as we are saying, if your pet is drinking the tap water that has no minerals in it, and that is the water that's spilling down your pet's face, obviously we're not going to have any stains. Tear stains go away. It's actually a great alternative. If there's not a crust buildup, if it's simply a stain, this is going to work for you this is one that I always get asked about in my shop. Adding a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar to your pet's water. Why would that work and what does it work on? Well the idea there is that you add a couple drops and if your pet, you know there's a downside to this, your pet might not drink this water. You're actually changing the pH balance of the water in your pet's system. So the water that is now running down your dog's face is an inhospitable environment for the bacteria that feeds that red yeast. So if your pet has a red yeast infection and you follow this method, it takes, you know, two or three weeks to start seeing a lot of results. That water that now has apple cider vinegar has a different pH balance than it's used to. The bacteria don't want to live there. They get out of the way. The red yeast has nothing to eat. And the tear stains go away. This is great. The only downside is that your pet might not drink the water. So you want to make sure that if you try this method, you are very, very conscious that your pet is getting enough water. Because while red yeast can result in some problems, the problem of a dehydrated pet is much more pressing. So make sure that if this works, your pet is drinking enough water. So also you hear about feeding your pet tums. Why would that work? I would be very careful here. It's the exact same principle as the apple cider vinegar. When you feed your pet Tums, you're changing the pH balance inside your pet, changing the pH balance of the water that drips down the face. Again, um, it's an inhospitable environment for that bacteria. The red yeast has nothing to eat. Tear stains are gone. I am very wary to feed my pet anything that's intended for people only, particularly in medication. So consult your vet. I hear people say the fruity ones are best. Make sure you run this one by your vet. Do a lot of research before you go this route. But absolutely, the science behind it, it does work if red yeast is your problem. Something you hear about a lot on the morning shows, and something I get asked a lot um, about people that follow holistic lifestyles, is colloidal silver spray. Now, colloidal silver is homeopathic antimicrobial agent. You can find the spray at a health food store or a homeopathic store. Now, it naturally kills bacteria. So again, the yeast have nothing to eat; the stains go away. And there's a lot of upsides to this. It's very safe. You can, you can put it in your own eye, in your own mouth, if you're curious to see what it feels like. Um, you don't have to worry about dosage. It's extremely safe. Uh, you can put it on. A lot of people use it to clear up their own wounds. If you get it in your pet's eye, it's no problem. They can eat it. They can ingest it. And it does work in about two or three weeks. It's just an antimicrobial natural product. It's fantastic. Here's the downside, though, for it to work you have to spray it on your pet five to six times a day. So a lot of times I'm always given the advice about colloidal silver from professional pet handlers that show their dogs at like Westminster and Crufts. They swear by this and it's always their advice. However, these handlers are living 24-7 day or night with their pet. That's their job is to spray this on five or six times a day. For, you know, the average pet owner, that's a lot of work, you know. But this might be great for you if you take your pet to work with you and you're around all day. If, you know, you're retired and your pet is your best friend 24-7, this colloidal silver work out great. You can find it at any health food store. It's extremely inexpensive. The concentration you're looking for is 7 ppm. That's what's going to be written on the side. Ask the person at your health food store to help you. You want to spray at 7 ppm ppm, So that's a great one to work. And actually, it works on me, too. I I often use it on little scratches or little irritations on my own skin. It's pretty great. So another one that works for some people and not for others, and a lot of people give you this advice, is just shave them out. Just shave out the tear stains. Now, this will probably work if there's mineral staining. However, the stain will just probably go lower. (laughs) You have to be pretty vigilant about it. For a red yeast infection, no, it won't really get rid of the bacteria or the red yeast, However, with less hair there, it's much easier to clean, much easier to wipe down with a cotton ball, a little warm water, keep it dry. So in a lot of cases, that simple advice, just shave them out, will occasionally make it better at least. Also, no hair will poke up into the eye. No epiphoria means no tear stains. It might work for you and your pet. Now, a simple trip to the vet for some antibiotics will work. If it is a, uh, a yeast infection, usually your vet will prescribe an oral antibiotic and sometimes occasionally a topical one. You know, this is great when the problem is absolutely out of hand, when it's spreading, when your pet gets itchy, irritated and is just miserable. A little Western medicine to the rescue is not a bad thing. The criticism here is that in some cases, the problem will come back with a vengeance worse than before because while the antibiotic did cure, you know, and kill the bad bacteria, unfortunately, the good bacteria is gone as well. That's the criticism there, which leads me to my next mysterious tip that you hear at the dog park all the time. Give your dog a spoonful of yogurt a day. Now, why on earth would that work? Well, it's actually, it's the same principle as the antibiotic. Yogurt is a probiotic. So, you can also use other probiotics. Obviously, check with your vet, but you can find these for pets at your local um, health food store. Some products I'm thinking of is Fortiflora and G-Flora. Any Google search for pet probiotics is going to find a good one. Check with your vet, of course. But um, you create more good bacteria. That bacteria will fight the bad bacteria, and hopefully your dog's system will be able to fight that infection by itself. No more bacteria means no more red yeast means no more tear stains. So, in some cases, it will work. A spoonful of yogurt a day. So, here are some of the products that I'm asked about all the time. They're very mysterious. You need to know why they work so you'll know if they'll work for your pet and your pet's problems. So, angel eyes. Everyone always asks me, does it work? Why does it work? And I'll say, well, let me tell you why it works, and you'll know if it works for your pet. So it's an antibiotic-based food additive, it uh, uses an antibiotic called Tylosin as the active ingredient. It's also in a product called Angel's Glow, which works much the same way. You add these in powder form to your pet's dog food on a daily basis. Now, Tylosin is what's called a narrow-spectrum antibiotic that kills specific bacteria. So, by killing the bacteria that are in the tears and in the, um, in the equation for the formation of the red yeast, and then the formation of the red yeast is broken— and then it never results in a tear stain. So this is also great because you're killing a specific kind of bacteria while colloidal silver or an oral antibiotic from your vet will kill many, many strains of bacteria. This specifically hones in on the one that's a problem. So that's why it works for a lot of people. So all these antibiotics can be used. It's probably the safest, although I did read as I was researching for this episode that Tylosin will kill horses. I thought that was very interesting, but it tastes very foul. Than other products so to hide the taste angel eyes hides it in um, a dried beef liver powder which a lot of pets find very palatable so these products have to be taken on a daily basis and after the course is finished just like any other antibiotic it is likely that the stains will reappear it'll take about two to four weeks to work and in some cases people never have a problem again in some cases people use it constantly but it is known to work Another food additive I'm always asked about is Angel's Delight. And this is for the iron stains, not for the red yeast stains. So it's actually a natural mixture of vitamins and nutrients. These leave the bacteria alone. So it's not for red yeast, but they oxidize the iron deposits Inside the body before they are secreted in the tears. This is Angel's Delight. So, this is great. This is an additive you can add to your pet's food if iron stains are the, are the culprit and you can't, you know, you don't want to keep refilling bottled water to your pet. You know, if it's not practical, if you have a great big pet or if you travel a lot with your pet or if you cannot get your pet to uh, drink the apple cider vinegar and you don't trust the Tums, this is a great alternative. And Angel's Delight has one big advantage in my book that since it's all great vitamins and nutrients, it's going to improve your dog or cat's overall well-being, not only removing their tear stains, but also making them healthier. So, their one downside though is that Angel's Delight takes about three to five weeks to start working. Now, the other thing I'm asked about quite a bit is iEnvy. Now, iEnvy is topical, it's not an additive to food, it doesn't change your system. It's these little convenient pads that work as a gentle astringent, they dry out that area. You wipe the pads like two or three times a day. The astringent dries out the area. And it also has an herbal flower extract that's going to kill that bacteria. These pads are great because they are so convenient. They keep the area clean, which obviously we advise anyway. And they work great if that bacteria is the culprit. Obviously, this won't work if your problem is mineral stains. But that is what I envy is and why it doesn't work. So I hope I've cleared up some of these myths and questions that a lot of people have. So now you know that if someone in your dog park swears by bottled water, it'll only work if it's a mineral stains. And if someone in your park says, "I give my dog a spoonful of yogurt today and I've never had a problem." Obviously, this wouldn't work for everyone because your pet is as individual as you. And in some cases more so, right? Well, that is all the time we have today on Room for Improvement. I hope I've helped erase the tracks of your tears over to your stains. And I want to thank our sponsors and our producers for making this possible. And I will see you next time. Thanks so much.
1: Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.